the Workforce Connections podcast, where we discuss workforce development in Southern Nevada. Here's your host. Hi, and welcome to the WC podcast, where we explore workforce development issues in Southern Nevada. Today, we have a very special guest, President and CEO of the Latin Chamber of Commerce, Peter Guzman, member of the Workforce Connections board and a longtime friend. Peter, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, truly uh, an honor to be here and certainly an honor to talk about subjects that we're going to talk about here, right? Workforce things. That's, uh, that is the topic. We're going to dive right down, but before we do, you're uh, uh, an old pro in this media, making sure how we get our word out in the community with influencers and, you know, we are kind of trying to get there. So tell us what you think about our little pop-up studio. I think the pop-up studio is awesome. And uh, yeah, I think it's uh, uh, incredible that you're looking at uh, out-of-the-box creative ways to communicate. That's what we're all trying to do. Absolutely. So to get us started, uh, I want to start with an event that just happened. Not everybody knows what a big deal it is, but you have hosted the United States Hispanic Chambers of Commerce here in Las Vegas. And they could go to any city in the country. Why did they come to Vegas? And tell us what it meant for the Latin Chamber, again, to be uh, hosting this big, big event. Well, uh, yeah, if you don't mind, uh, uh, I'll tell you the whole story. So one of the things when I took over and became president uh, five and a half years ago in my conversations with our founder, Otto Merida, uh, you know, I, I, it's important to me to keep his legacy going. When he informed me that, you know, for at least 15 years they tried to get this convention to come here, I made it my priority to try to get it to come here. We were very close and then COVID hit uh, one other time on getting it. And then, and then this time I worked really hard with my staff and, and, and the United States Hispanic Chamber and made it a priority to get it here. And I thought it was critical to get it here while the pandemic is still kind of lingering because I wanna show the world that we're open for business. That's why it was so important. Uh, it actually, now that it's over, uh, it's bigger than I imagined. It just is. Uh, everybody came. Every major chamber from the United States came. We, When we first talked about this, uh, the United States Hispanic Chamber was happy penciling this out at 500 people. We got 1,100 paid live attendees and 2,200 paid virtual attendees. It broke all records. Um, and and on a, so, that, so that's why it was very important, to highlight the city that I love. On a personal level, it was important because I wanted to fulfill one of Otomerida's legacy items. Furthermore, on a personal level, uh, you know, I'm passionate about small business. So seeing all these people come together uh, was amazing. And what it did for our chambers, it, it really, a lot of people came and said, are, are you a regional chamber? Are you a multi-state chamber? And I'm like, no, no, we're not. We're a statewide chamber. Uh, they, they couldn't believe it. Like we act bigger than what we are and that's a good thing. And it put people to work. And lastly, it got me over 30 new corporate members to our chamber. Corporate. These are big boy memberships from all over the country. What I'm shocked about is a few aren't even doing business in Nevada yet. They're thinking about doing it now, and they want us to be that connection. So as you can see, it was a home run. Yeah, Peter, and, and, and you know, you talk about uh, small businesses. That's your, uh, you know, your core membership. They're the engine of our economy. I want to get to that. But before, I think highlight the fact that you say usually chambers of commerce are doing business retention, but it sounds like you're doing economic development. You're luring businesses here to our region. Well, and I think we, I think we have a responsibility to do that. Uh, I want to help the businesses that are here, and I want to help those who 
I want to help those who want to come here. Uh, those are our future members, future job creators. And when you had, you know, I had people at the Mandalay Bay tap me on the shoulder. Two employees stood out really uh, that said, Peter, thank you for bringing this here. We haven't worked in a while because conventions have been at a standstill. So that was magical. That was magical. And and, and so it, for three days, this town was buzzing. We were in the airport. Every screen in the airport played us. Uh, the, the, the billboards out in the front on the strip played us. And the Bellagio on the, the uh, fountains played Latino music. That's awesome. Well, Peter, again, uh, you know, congratulations on pulling that off. I know, like you said, years, decades in the making, uh, honoring Otto. It's awesome. Let's get to your members. Uh, again, as a chamber, you help small businesses. During the pandemic, I saw you active uh, everywhere, helping them with the pay, uh, payroll protection, helping them with information about EDA. How do we help these small businesses survive? You also partnered with us on our pilot layoff aversion, we were able to get some uh, governor's research funds, almost $900,000, and we were able to help 88 small businesses. Again, you helped us identify some of your members and, and keep 350 employees on the payroll in the worst time of the pandemic where people were being laid off, but they couldn't get a UI check because those systems were overwhelmed. And so tell us what it meant for, uh, for you and your members to receive that help uh, through our systems. Well, it was critical. It was critical because we all had to tighten up our pants and figure out not only how were we going to exist, but more importantly, how are we going to help those members that believed in us all these years? How are we going to help them exist? That's what those funds did. That's what the collaboration did. It kept people working, kept doors open. That's such a powerful thing. And, and, and maybe because we're still working, we're too busy working really to even be gratified uh, to have a sense of gratification on what we've done because we're still doing it. But someday we're going to look back and, and you know what? It's critical with the chambers, uh, my chamber uh, uh, and the other chambers in collaboration with workforce. It's, it's critical what we did. It's really critical. And it's laid the foundation, Peter, for stuff we're doing now. As you know, and i like our, our hearers to know, we are working to build a workforce development system that for the very first time is really driven by the needs of business, your members and those of the other chambers. Uh, you've heard about our industry sector partnerships. You're participating in the workforce blueprint update. You are going to be key in the good jobs challenge. And so again, businesses leading the way. Uh, I want you to, uh, to share with us. Uh, I know you agree with it. That's why you're on the Workforce and Actions Board, because you want business to have a voice on our board. And so why is it important that we're making this shift, that as a region now, we're saying we don't want the, us uh, bureaucrats to dictate how we form the workforce that employers need. We want business to tell us what they need in the short, mid, and long term. Why is that important that we've made that, that shift? Well, I think it's important because uh, uh, I think in years past, that piece, that component's always been missing. And I think you have to have the business community uh, involved in all of these items in order to have real success. They're the job creators. They're the ones in, 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 the, in the, the thick of things. Um, and so hearing from them, have, partnering with them, that's the only way we're going to have success. And I think you get that, and I think that we're seeing success from it already, and, and we're just getting started. Furthermore, uh, I think what we're doing here, listen, there's always going to be obstacles. This time it was a thing called COVID, right? But there's going to be other obstacles. That's just part of being an entrepreneur, being a business person. Uh, we're setting the tone now of how we can get through the, the worst of the worst. 
And you're right, Peter, obstacles are everywhere. And I know this is, uh, we focus on workforce development and business is leading the way already and we're seeing the results. But the other day you invited me to a meeting that I was so happy to be included because it was another example of business leading the way and solving a huge problem for us. And it's, uh, you know, homelessness. It, it, it impacts businesses. We spent that afternoon where you very clearly articulated, hey, businesses have a stake here. And so can can you maybe share with our, our listeners, why is that something important for business to be leading the way in? Yeah, listen, uh, uh, homeless, we, we did the uh, Homeless Solution Summit 1, one of several, um, and business has to lead the way. Law enforcement can't be, you know, doing this for us. Government can't do it alone. It has to be private-public partnerships. And it is an economic development. I mean, listen, like I said there, I do it from compassion as well, and as well as I know you do. We're compassionate, right? We can never normalize having a human being sleeping on concrete. If we normalize that, we all lose. Uh, I was just in California, literally, and I'm telling you that uh, it is almost becoming normal to step over people and having tents in front of the targets, in front of small businesses. We can't allow that to be normal here, at least. Um, it is an economic development issue. Businesses are going to see what we're like, and that's going to play into the, the whether they come or not decision making. And so we better get a hold of it now, a handle of it now, because I'm seeing a little bit of growth in that homelessness population Let's get our hands around it now. And we have the dollars and the business community wants to do it. They just don't want to waste their time. So I say now is the time. Yeah, and as I said that day, you can count on us because we know that while there's very immediate needs that have to happen in that population before they're ready to work, one day so they don't go back, they have to, they're going to need a job. And, and for that job, they're going to need skills. And so we will be your partner at that time to make sure that as we solve those problems, they're sustainable solutions. So, uh, Peter, again, I know business leading the way is how our region is going to take it to the next level, how we're going to compete with these other cities that seem to get you know, not that we're not getting good deals. We're getting companies like Haas coming and we got, you know, for our state, Tesla was huge. But we are, are just moving the needle and we're going to we're becoming better because, again, business is leading the way. What has been and you've been on our board now uh, for two terms and we love having you on our board. What has been perhaps one of uh, one or two of your favorite experiences on our board impact we've made projects we've worked on? Share with us perhaps what you've enjoyed the most being on Workforce Connection so far. Yeah, certainly, uh, I would say, one, um, having that voice, having the, 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 the voice on behalf of my members in the business community uh, at Workforce, you know, uh, I think that that's going to pay dividends and has paid dividends. Certainly, another fun time was, uh, was when I got to see uh, us in D.C. on a higher level um, and the respect that we've, got, we've gotten and earned here uh, in Nevada and in Las Vegas. And so that was that was an eye-opening trip and, and one that I highly recommend. Um, so you could see uh, what other people think about us and, and, the, and really the respect that we have. Yeah, and I, uh, uh, you know, I know that you have, again, been with us for years and uh, just winning the national award last year, top board of the nation, uh, kind of reveals that. that you we wanted are, to get out that out there, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Thank That's you for nice that. That's nice the way you smoothly put that in there. <laughs> but yeah. I'm also not going to give a lot of details about another thing I enjoyed that trip, which was you shared with me a tradition you have every time you go to D.C. I'm going to stop there on the details, but you included me, and I'm grateful that uh, it's really nice to have a— um, 
what would you say, a, a true personal experience and understanding of what DC means. And so uh, thanks for sharing that with yeah, me. Yeah, no, and I'm glad you were able to do that with me. And I uh, was glad I shared it with you. And it's something that is tradition and continues. I think I've done it at least three times since that trip. So uh, it is awesome. Yep. So Peter, now uh, we've talked about where we've been, how much we've, uh, you know, we've evolved and how we're trying to make sure business is leading the way. Um, you were just renewed for a new, uh, yet another term, which we were happy about uh, on our board. What impact would you like to see in this next three year, um, you know, term for you? If we were to come back three years from now, what would you say, Jaime? These are one, two, three things that I want to see us accomplish. Well, uh, and, you know, first and foremost, anytime we can help a small business keep their doors open, keep people employed, uh, you know, that allows uh, the dignity of life that we like to talk about at the Latin Chamber of Commerce, which is a person is working, providing for their family, they get to have dignity. It's the answer to all the social injustices of the world. Uh, and so uh, that is first and foremost, to continue the path that, that you've taken this organization down where you're allowing businesses to have a voice, that's key to me. Uh, that's why I'm here. Well, you have our commitment. That's going to, and, and as long as I'm here, that's how it's going to be. So thank you for being on our board. Uh, thank you for coming to our podcast. Again, uh, in many ways, I know you've had me on your show before. And so uh, we're trying to catch up with you on, you know, on, on ways to uh, effectively communicate our message. So thank you for showing us the way. And uh, uh, we're all in this together. And uh, the more voices, uh, that are being heard, uh, the better off our community is going to be. Awesome. Well, thank you, Peter. That's it for this episode of the WC Podcast. We hope to see you at the next one. Until next time, stay safe.